Hello and welcome to another installment of Casual Tracker. This is Scott. This is going to be my off-brand review of the third season of Dead to Me, airing on Netflix. All ten episodes are dropped. I believe it came out on the 17th at midnight. And I just got done watching the 10th episode just a couple of hours ago. And I gotta say, it was it was just great. They, they gave us so much. So much, so much was going on in this season. Like, it just kept on going. They just kept on piling it on. We, uh, we get to see the relationship between Jen and Judy get m more and more stronger and intense. And just, just, it was just wild watching these two women just bond over their shared craziness. Christina Applegate and Linda Cardellini really, just, really great. And there was this, this one moment in one of the episodes where uh, they were confronted by the mafia people that uh, Steve was in bed with and he stole money from and then Judy stole from them. They had a confrontation and it could have gone really bad. They could have been dead and buried in the desert somewhere, but up in Judy took that gun out and she's like, get in that car, shoot their tires and then they just drive away. And I was just like, wow, this, this first season, second season, Judy would never have done that. I think because of her own terminal diagnosis, it really amped it up a little bit to where she was in survival mode and wanted, wanted to, to protect her best friend. This season has had a lot of, a lot of interesting things happening. You had, you had Jen's pregnancy from the time that she was with Ben. Then you have the cancer, di di the cancer diagnosis. We find out that happens in the, in the first episode of the third season, which originally we thought was um, Jen's, but she apparently was in Judy's bed, and they gave Jen Judy's news. Now, they could have done a, uh, a thing where there was contention between the two friends, because the, for the first two episodes, I think, we thought that... It was Jen's cancer that they were talking about. But then we come to find out that it's actually Judy's. So Judy could have been irritated and mad and whatever else. But so far, all of these seasons, Judy has really been just this, no matter what's happening, I'm going to take a deep breath, and I'm going to say it's okay, and I'm going to work, work through it. So I'm kind of happy they didn't, they didn't go that route with it. Although I think it was needlessly pulled for dramatic purposes. I think that's the only thing that I didn't really understand it was done for the audience. Like, oh my god, Jen has cancer. Type, type, type deal. I don't think it added any extra plot beats to it. It didn't make you more emotionally connected to it and it didn't draw out any kind of thing like that. But that's the only thing on it that I have. I did enjoy Ben's uh, struggle from the car accident up until revealing that he was the one that actually had ran into them. And then getting flashes the back of his relationship with Steve, and the in the revelation that he was actually in the backseat of, of the car when uh, Jen's husband was killed by both Judy and Steve while driving. Ben home drunk apparently. Then we then we come to then we come to come to the scene where she's playing badass Judy where she tells the mafia guys to drop their guns, get in the car, shoots their, shoots their tires out, and then books it. 
I mean, Jen was right. She is badass. She's like, yeah, I really came in. I really came in. I really came in to, into my own in ten minutes. The uh, tenth season, the third season, was always going to be the end when they announced it. But then, while they were making it, as we all know, Christina Applegate was diagnosed with MS, and that um, delayed the series from going. They even had a chance of being. Uh, permanently uh, canceled and stopped because Christian Applegate's health was more important than a TV show, as per should always be the case. And um, it went through. But you could tell, if you didn't know she had MS, you'd be able to go, why are they having her sit a lot? Because there was, it, it's just only a handful of times in any of the 10 episodes that she's actually standing. Most, most of the time she's sitting, which is fine. It doesn't take away from the thing but you as an audience would go hmm what's going on there if you didn't know and a google search would go oh ms it makes sense so was, they weren't hiding it like say a pregnancy on screen it was like full front center she can't do a lot of walking because it's not safe for her so that's why they redid the blocking and she's able to uh sit instead of stand for a pearl a lot of her um a lot of her scenes, which is fine. They didn't take they didn't take away from any of the uh, any of the show. But one thing I'm curious about is how the heck Ben is going to take the revelation that she killed Steve. That she revealed that to him. One could assume at the very tail end. The last thing we see is her going, Ben. I got to tell you something. So you could assume the next thing she says is, "I killed Steve." But characters have done that a couple of times so far this this season, so she might say something different instead of that. It's left open-ended, but there's a lot a lot of history in this one season alone with someone about ready to say something and then someone saying something and then like, yeah, I'm gonna say this instead. So it's a big question mark if what she was gonna say next was actually the reveal of she killed Steve. I think that she would air on the side of angels on that eh, probably not a good idea to tell him that because he might uh not understand necess necessarily and it cause it into a whole entire thing so i don't know but i think it was just done because they wanted to give it a little bit a bit like a cliffhanger without actually being a cliffhanger you fill in your own ideas based off of how you know those characters to be i will say that favorite moment for me was when we got to see Judy's mom, Eleanor, played by none other than Katie Segal, who you will know played Christina Applegate's mom in Married with Children. So when we when we go ahead and we go to the to the halfway house and whatever, and we see Judy there, and she's next to this woman, I'm looking at my TV. I'm like, no, 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 no. I get closer. I'm like, that is Katie Effin Segal. No way. And I remember going, please at least let Jen, you know, walk by her or something. Maybe even like a casual acknowledgement, maybe. But no, they had a full-on scene in a very ag aggressive scene at that. And I was like, I know that they, I know that Ed O'Neill and Katie Segal they came on to with Samantha Who, but this might be the last time you see Christina Applegate in a production where she is the lead star because of what's going on with her medically so i thought it was a fitting send-off to to it to have her tv mom from married with children be on 
dead on dead to me. I was kind of hoping that the person that uh, Eleanor sent off into the sunset. I was hoping that there was like a picture of this man, and it was Ed, and it was Ed Owen and it was Ed Owen it was Ed O'Neill. That would have been like just the icing on the cake. Not necessary, but it would just been the icing on the cake. That would have been great. But at the conclusion of this, we get this daughter. The, well, but that's what happened between Ben and Jen. And uh, she named her Joey. There was a lot of maybe a little hints of political stuff going on in here. But not enough to really take you out of the show, per se. It wasn't like a long beat of it. It was just like, uh, just a mention, just a little hint. Just like a little tease. Hey, this. Kind of like with the name. In case there's like some kind of gender fluidity thing going on. They, she named her, her daughter... Uh, to where it could go either way for any gender. So, like I said, it wasn't. It's not a lot of huge stuff. There's like a few bits sprinkled. You're like, oh, that's that's what they're doing there. But it wasn't enough to make you go, oh, I can't watch this no more. But for a third season, it was a lot of heart. Uh, the primary focus was the cancer diagnosis with 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 Judy, and her uh, acceptance of that. And coming to terms with it, and then also on top of that, Jen's acceptance and coming to turn with terms with her best friend having uh, stage four cancer, which we come to find out is terminal. So, wasn't sure how the show was going to end, and they ended it with Jen dying. I mean, not Jen dying, Linda dying, presumably watching the sunset out on the water and then we see Jen driving the car that allegedly hit her husband I'm not sure if it's like the same car or if it was the same year of that car because they say he tore it apart he must have put it back together again he could easily tore it apart but had a second model of the same car wasn't really able to tell the difference between the exact same vehicle and it's like the car Shiano, which I don't see Judy as being so it could go either way it could have been the car or it could have just been the same make and model and color he might have just ordered like three or four but Judy would probably know that maybe so I'm going with this the same car but it could easily have been the same make and model and color type type uh, type type deal but yeah it's uh worth watching for sure the two primary focuses are cancer and the pregnancy for sure and uh we get a little little beats about the about, about the cops it's that's where the comedy comes into real fruition the cop lady and the cop guy going back and forth and also not to mention the uh fbi guy for, and then jen trying to poison him or whatever else and it not working and then come to find out that he was um, well, I first thought maybe the, the stuff finally kicked in and killed him, but the Mafia people obviously were the ones that went in there and roughed him up and uh, killed him. So that was kind of interesting. I was like, okay, who did this? Because at first I'm like, oh, the, 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 the stuff just worked out just fine because that he, he, the, the, the cop guy noticed the muffin thing that Jen had brought over. 
and they were curious who uh, did this. But then you find out it was ransacked and everything else, and then there's mafia guys who talk to them. You can fill in the blank that it wasn't, it was, it was like, it was them that actually led to his death. Even though the drug might be in his system, there'd be no way to track back that it would came from Jen's oven or whatever else. So, yeah. I, I was waiting for a good long while for the third and final season. And it did not disappoint. There was a lot of stuff that was in this that, that was fun. There was a lot of stuff in this that was like hilarious and like, no, they did not just do that type stuff. Just like with season one and season two. So, I would say it's definitely worth a watch. If you like season one and season two, you'll definitely like, like season three. Is there a point in it where it's like a little sluggish and slow and could have been tightened a little? Yes, of course. But you, you have to rearrange your you have to rearrange your blocking to suit a medical condition. It does change the way the action you would be doing in said scene. So I think we can give him a pass on a, a pass on that. It was just fun watching these two women together. And I gotta say, Christina Applegate, Linda. Cardellini, James Marsden, they really did a great job this season. I mean, especially James Marsden, he was like really just giving it everything. Especially his flashbacks when he saw his brother in his mind, and we have to see a little bit more of the relationship dynamic. And I don't think anyone's against him because both men that died weren't exactly the best, because we know from, I think it's season one, when we find out that Jen's husband was lying about his wife and that that in his mind he killed her two people that he was talking to and then Steve obviously you 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 understand Steve with how he was towards his brother so the two people that were killed in this weren't necessarily missed and didn't really scream sympathy but I mean murder is not good in any case but when the when the when when it's fictitious, you can you can draw it on 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 a parallel similar to the movie with Will with Will Ferrell, where he plays a character who the narrator is talking, and he the plans to kill the character for the story to be great, and then once the one the the therapist psychologist doctor guy, uh, doctor and theoretic or whatever the heck he was. Um, Dustin Hoffman uh, plays him. Once he reads the book, he says, "Oh yeah, he must die to make the story out. If he doesn't die, it won't. It won't have the same. It won't. It won't have the same feeling at the end of the read if you saved him. Similar to that, because it's fiction, you can go well. Steve and this guy weren't exactly the best types of people, so you can narratively uh, accept." that they got away with this crime and the reason for it is because of all the good that they that they're doing with each other and actually helping them better themselves because again at the course of this uh finale and maybe even speaking throughout season one and season two she's talking about how bad of a mom she was and that she wasn't all that great and she that she even says that her deceased husband was a good mom he he was the one doing all the stuff and stuff but her best friend, Judy, is like, no, you're a great mom. You're doing all the right things, and this, sad and the other, really backing her up and, 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 and supporting her. So, 
I think that they ended season three on a really, it was, it was a sad note, but a positive one. New beginnings, new, new uh, chapter. Jen's in a much better place than she was in season two, season one. And it's great now that you can go back and watch all 30 episodes back to back without any pauses in, 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 in between. You know, how would I rate the season? Season 1, Season 2, Season 3. I mean, they're all equal, really. I mean, the characters grow and expand from Season 1 to Season 2 to Season 3. So it's kind of like beginning, middle, and end. We see the characters grow. If you, if you take 3 in isolation, you don't understand these characters' connection and the bond and how they came together and why they're so close. So you can't... I, I prefer, so I just, I'll just watch three and I won't watch two and one because if you take it by itself in, uh, in isolation, then you lose a lot of the things that developed in season two that brought you to season three. So I think each of them, season one, season two, and season three, come making 30 episodes. Um, I think that they all are equal in their, in their, in their, in their, in their, in their, in their goodness. On a scale of 0 to 10, I would rate them right in the area of, of, of 7 to 9. Probably on all three variations of where they are per each episode. But I, I, it's, it's, a, it, 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 it's a decent show. It's fun. It's great to watch. Love the comedy. Uh, love the uh, conflict between the two girls. And Christina Applegate did a damn fine job. So did uh, Linda Cardellini. And again, James Marsden. That guy was just amazing. Playing, uh, really creating the uh, idea that, he, that, that the two people were separate. Because we didn't really get mention of him in season one. It was only in season two. And season three is really giving the care those two characters steve and ben more of a these guys existed at the, at the same time sort of thing and were doing things at the same time and they they implicated each other and they involved they involved each other it showed us a little bit of the history with them so it made it made ben more of a connection to steve than just seeing steve die and all of a sudden ben comes on the, on the scene and out and out of nowhere so it kind of helped to have that that is that in season three and that usually I don't like. I don't like things that slid in that didn't previously exist. But this was done well. And it had great writing. It had a great cast. And it provided uh, really good good entertainment. And I really enjoyed Dead, Dead to Me Season 3. This will conclude this podcast on Dead to Me Season 3.